you know about Bigfoot? Well, I believe in Bigfoot. Actually, did you know that Bigfoot is actually was just a pile of wigs in the woods? You know, it's like it, I, I, God forbid that you see anything magical, because it's just gonna get explained away. You're like. Oh man, I was abducted by aliens, and then someone comes along and they're like, "Oh man, Spencer was molested in, <laughs> in Chile." <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's why the cows are so afraid. Uh, I hate when I, I, I cause I smoke cigarettes. I hate when someone's walking by me on the sidewalk and they're like. <coughs> When your smoke's not going anywhere near them, because it's just a passive-aggressive way of saying it. I don't like it. Now, I secretly hope that one day someone's mocking me, and that turns into an actual compliment. And then deep somewhere in their subconscious, it unlocks a new kink that they didn't even know that they had. And now they can never get off unless they're coughing. And... And eventually they smoke the cigarettes because it's the only way to keep up with appearances. They can't let people know that they're a deviant. Um, people say that cigarettes are going to kill me, but you know what else could kill me? Literally anyone <laughs> or anything at any time for any reason. I don't know you people, not really. Uh, yeah, I fly, uh, Maurizio could be in the back like, oh, today was the day of my father's death. 25 years ago, he was killed by a dick joke. I swear the first dick joke I hear, did he just say erect to DVD? Bang, 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 and that's how I die. And Maurizio did it. Just so if the, if the police ever listen to this radio show, you'll, you'll know. Uh, they're like Spencer. If you smoke cigarettes, you can't, you can't go, you can't go skydiving. You know they won't even let you take cigarettes on the plane. That's gonna fucking permit it. What, how long am I gonna have them? It's just gonna be, like <laughs> you know. And now there's a bunch of geese smoking, and they needed the image boost. That's cool. Not even the people who invented skydiving wanted to go skydiving. They were crashing, <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, we need a hobby, fast, because it's real. You think the first guy who was running with the bulls wanted to do that shit? No, he was running from the bulls, and someone's like, oh, hey, can we join you? And he's like, no, I'm dying. Uh, and that's that. I've been Spencer Devine. Thank you so much. Fine, yay. Spencer, I love the thing with the six feet. I love the act out. That was great. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't wait. All right. Your next comedian coming to the stage is new to the area, and please welcome him, Dakota Price. Yay! Hello, hello, everyone. It's me, Dakota Price, and uh, I just want you all to know that I'm imagining you naked, not because I'm nervous, but because I like it. All right, I'm looking at you. <laughs> no, it's going to get awkward up here, man. I'm here to ask the serious questions, man. And uh, one of those serious questions I like to ask is, uh, have you ever had macaroni so good it fucked your mouth? Well, I have. Though I often have sexual experiences with food, 
By that I mean I end up in the corner covered in greasy fluids, sticking my finger in the pizza box like, oh, you dirty bitch. What did you do to me? And then my asshole hurts afterwards. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm from the South. I have a Southern dad, and I have a hippie mom. So I just got to deal with the weird shit. Like, you know, I'm spiritual, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, my mom passed away a few years ago. It was kind of sudden, kind of crazy, out of, out of the blue. And my dad, <laughs> he just immediately went to witchcraft. Like, he was telling me six months ago, he was like, so, son, I'm going to go down to New Orleans, and I'm going to get me one of them voodoo priests just to bring your mom back just for a day so I can have sex with her one last time. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this information, Father. <laughs> no, man, I grew up with some fucking weird parents. My parents are young, man. They were really young. They were, uh, they were in their 20s when they had me, and uh, that just means that I've seen my parents fucking more than I probably should have. <laughs> Like, they were like horny teenagers, man. You leave them alone for 15 minutes, and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. No, uh, you know, being from the South, I'm told not to talk about things like uh, politics and religion. But I want to talk about religion because I think that shit's fucking hilarious. Like, communion, right? We know what that is. The Lord's Supper. Why are we having the Lord's Supper for breakfast? Uh, anyway... No, it's the bu it's the blood of Christ and the body of Christ. And uh, we spend all this time talking about the body and the blood, knowing that they grant our salvation. But what about the come? What about the come of Christ? What can that shit do? Is that how you get Baldwins? <laughs> no, uh, I even know how we could serve it at communion. It could come in, uh, anybody ever had a toaster strudel? <laughs> just the, the, the packet with the, the icing, you just... You know? <laughs> no, uh, it's a little gay, you know? Nothing's gay in 2022. No, y y you can't just have one letters. It can't be gay like 90s gay, you know? Like, I could watch this guy suck 10 dicks, least gay shit I've seen all day. You need more letters. You need to get your game up. You need to get it going. No, I love it. No, I, uh, you know, everybody has their number when it comes to, 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 to sucking a dick. Uh, you know, mine is fluctuating right now like the price of Bitcoin, going up and down. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's getting real weird up here. Um, <laughs> so I just want to tell a real quick story. Uh, this is something I've been working on. This is a true story. So the first time I got caught smoking weed was the same day my dog died. Yeah, I was 12 years old. That's a young time to be smoking weed. But I stole some pot from my mom. And I was smoking it in the bathroom. They were. This is in the time when children left their. I mean, parents left their children home alone. Uh, so I was smoking my mom's weed in the bathroom. And then my little sister comes up to me and she's like, "Bubba, there's something happening under the house." So I'm like, "Stoned. Let's go on an adventure." I look, and it's a coyote that had eaten my dog. Yeah, horrible, brutal story, right? And uh, I'm high. Imagine a, t a high 12-year-old having to deal with this. I went and told my. Uh, I went. And <laughs> I went and called my dad. My dad came, killed the coyote, and I had to bury my dog. We were all solemn and going inside. He goes in the bathroom. Dakota, what is this? Oh, shit, he found the weed. My, my mom's pipe, everything. You know, he, I've been caught. I've been busted. All right? So being from the South, I got my ass whooped with a belt, you know, you know, uh, good old physical punishment, whatever. 
But, you know, my dad always did this thing. He asked me, do you know why you're in trouble, son? And I'd have to give him a real answer. I told him, because you caught me smoking pot. I said, no, because you stole your mom's pot. And uh, thank you all. That was my time. Anybody have any comments? Yes, any comments? I do. As a matter of fact, I have something to say. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, dude, real funny stuff. You um, you had to bury the dog, but you didn't tell us what you did with the coyote. <laughs> so I think you should do something about the coyote. Other than that, it's really funny. Um, God bless. Anything else, guys? That was a that was a great story, Dakota. And I was just going to say what um, what you said to your father. When what do you want me to do, Dad? Can act out about that when when he's yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. I get yeah. you. And it's I don't know what Baldwins are. Oh, the Baldwins. Uh, like uh, if you have the Come of Christ, it can turn you into like Alec Baldwin, one of the Baldwins. Oh, know. okay. Yeah. Right. I don't know because it's magical. Christ comes. It I does weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any any other comments? Yeah. No. So expand on the powers of the come of Christ. Just really get into the lore of how powerful the come of Christ could be. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the feedback, guys. Wait, one more. <laughs> it could come in flavors, too. <laughs> God, I love you, Lauren. <laughs> All right, Dakota Price, everybody. One more time. Yay! Your next comedian coming up is Sam West. Hey. Yay! Hey. Oh. Yeah. All right, everybody. Woo. I'm going to uh, start reworking a few things, but mainly actually trying some new stuff. And it's yeah. it's been on the on, on deck for a little while, and I was like, it's a little iffy. So bear with me. Monday night. I'll start off with a serious one. People ask me, Sam, how do you get so strange? which I explained to them, well, I grew up and I ingested copious amounts of whiskey and tobacco. Luckily for me, it was just a candle. You've got to slow it down with all the different subscription services, you know? 15 bucks a pop, Redbox, Discovery Plus, Peacock, and that's just OnlyFans. See, I thought that was a little hacky because it was like very, I, I know the formula. Uh, I love feedback, by the way. Um, I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, things without strings attached. I like the strings. Give me the strings. That's why I only fuck puppets now. Had to break it off with Pinocchio last week. I really like the guy, but he made everything too kinky. Like one night he asked me to role play as Elmo. He said, eh, not really my mean Elmo impression, you know, you know I, I can work with Elmo, but he never told me what he was going to be, and I had to find out halfway through coitus when he turned around and said, I'm a real boy. 
one's very interesting because that kills at bars when there's like one guy to tip it off and it bombs everywhere else. <laughs> uh, all right. Growing up, I'd go to the same fair every year, and this creepy carny would always comment on how tall I'd grown. One night he asked me to go in this little tent with him so he could measure me. I said, sure, at which point he took his dick out and held it over my head. And I think he might have been a pedophile, but I'll never know for sure, because after he measured me, he shook his head and said, nah, man, you're not tall enough to ride. On the way here, I walked, had to go to the bathroom, so I stopped by a gas station. I said, hey, man, can I borrow the restroom? He said, no, sorry, dude, employees only. So I got smart with him. I said, hey, man, can I get a job application? I think he figured me out, but he gave me a chance. He said, I'll tell you what, if you can clean this restroom and make it cleaner than it's ever been before, you got the job. I said, I'll take you up on that. I went in there, and I destroyed that bathroom. I took I took the biggest, most brutal, sh- it, it was like a muskrat on the side of a, Lake. I was pissed at the guy, so I didn't even flush. I was, fuck this guy. Anyway, I'll spare you more description, but the moral of the story is I'm seriously questioning that gas station standard for cleanliness because I got the job. I'll end it with this, all right? One happy, we'll we'll do some cars, I'll do a silly joke, okay? Uh, My mother tried to commit suicide when she was young. (laughs) Here's what happened. She got real drunk, got behind the wheel of a car, drove into a tree. Luckily, she walked away unharmed. To the amazement of everyone, about three weeks later, found out she was pregnant with the beautiful baby boy you see in front of you today. But I've always wondered, had she known she was pregnant, would she have still have had those drinks before the attempt? All right, thanks, everybody. (laughs) Have a good (laughs) night. Sam West. Yay. I think you should say, um, be specific. Should should she have had those six beers? Or, you know, name it type of beer or whatever. specific. Um, Uh, Also, one other thing I love is is the Pinocchio thing, is it a line, I'm a real boy now? What did you, if you say now at the end, meaning because you had sex with him, now? Okay. Um, I felt like Elmo was a little bit of a throwaway. Um, because you did do a good impression of it, but... I feel like there's more tags that could come from including that in the joke. Um, it just could be more of a part of the joke. Or you could be like, he made me role play a cookie monster and wouldn't let me swallow. I do see the potential that that act out could be Regardless of what to of what parties or what whatever you're role playing it could change. Yay, one more time for Sam West. Woo!
And your next, woo, your next comedian is Mauricio. Yay! Yay! Give me all the love. Yes. Oh my God. White people arguing about magical coming shit, man. I cannot believe how outnumbered I am in the mission. This was La Mission. <laughs> all right. Too soon. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm actually old in comedy years. Uh, I remember performing here back in the day when it was uh, Pirate Cat Radio. You guys remember that shit? Yeah, Pam Benjamin was like a barista, and I got like a monkey, uh, mocha bacon latte. I was like, I was like, wow, oh, that was a, those are that was a trip. I was like reflecting, walking down the street. This used to be one of the most dangerous neighborhoods ever, especially if we were Mexican. You know what I mean? Or like walking through here with a Dodger hat, and they'd be like, "What the fuck do you represent, homie?" And I was like, "Dude, this is a fucking Buddhist jacket." You know, I represent reading. I don't know, enlightenment. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I've been uh, living in Hayes Valley for a hot minute, so I'm woke, you know? So I'm going to slow my speech down for you dumb sons of bitches, you know? That's all, I can easily say that about San Francisco. You dumb sons of bitches do not fucking read, right? You guys are so scared of education, you put Barnes & Noble in Emeryville. I was like, God damn, man. I'm a Seattle guy, and Seattle is just down the street, you know? Go in there, read for free, and then get home in time to watch Frasier on syndication. That's how I get down. Yeah. Good stuff, good times, reflecting, man. Ah, uh, th this does frustrate me a lot, man. One thing that does piss me off is I'm noticing right now that stand-up comedy is getting gentrified. There's motherfuckers that work in tech trying to do this, right? This is insane, you know? Like, they literally go to a nice house. They're like, don't do this. If you have a nice house and a nice relationship, go do that, man. Like, we are, <laughs> I'm fucked up in the head, man. This is it. This is all I got, right? Yeah, man. Like, oh, my God. And then I hate when they, like, start complaining on the Internet for, like, certain posts that I posted. Like, I actually pissed off a liberal white guy because I, I dissed Guillermo del Toro, Mexican director. He's like, man, you're wrong, man. I was like, dude, you're not even Mexican. Like, dude. Like, and if he actually hired more Mexicans in his fucking films, then I wouldn't have to fucking diss him, right? I'm sorry that he sucks too much British dick, right? I can't respect that. That fucker's from Jalisco, man. I'm from fucking Sinaloa country, you know? I don't eat goat. There are differences, man. I would love to stab that man. My name's Spencer Devine. <laughs> Radio Universe. <laughs> uh, one thing I like to talk about is I almost died for a fourth time. This is it. Number four. I almost died from internal bleeding one more time. Damn right. I only respect comedians that almost died. If you haven't done it, you're probably not that funny. You should quit. <laughs> yeah, almost died for a fourth time, man. Lucky number four. Uh, I'll never forget the best one that I almost died. Uh, it was uh, actually like the first one back in Seattle. That's my most priceless one, my favorite one of them all. Remember, I was like at the park smoking DMT innocently with my friends, right? You know, and uh, and then we one of my friends started talking about like portals to like different dimensions. I was like, yeah, this is where I gotta go, you know, <laughs> right? I start getting to the street corner, and this, uh, the nice white symbol, right, tells me to cross the street. Then a normal-sized white lady in a big SUV hit the shit out of me. That's crazy, right? So it knocked me out for a little bit, right? So in a dark place, I saw a white light, right? And I was getting closer and closer, and I heard a voice like, Mauricio, you have to go back. Your friends and family need you. I was like, but I don't like my family. They're all horrible people. And my friends are full of shit, man, all right? That's a horrible fucking place, man. I want to stay right here, damn it, all right? I was like, you owe me, universe. I was a really nice person. I want to stay here. You owe me a naked chick on a clam with two angels flying. God damn it. 
And then I came back, I was like, no, right? And I woke up in this white woman's arms, like, are you okay? Do you need to go to the hospital? I was like, I'm Mexican, I'm used to suffering, so I'm just going to go have a beer, right? And then I performed at a shitty gig in Tacoma, Washington with a little blood dripping. That's how much I love comedy. That was, man, uh, whew, man, that honk throws me off, man. I don't know what that means. I'll just keep doing 30. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you. My name's uh, Spencer Devine. Hey, Mauricio. I love the Barnes and Noble in Emeryville. That was great. I don't. Uh, I don't know who this Spencer Devine guy is, but he, he sounds handsome. Keep bringing him up. Very funny. I love you. I'm gonna get some of this. Uh, these pecans. Okay, your next comedian coming to the stage. Please give it up for Art. Yay! Art G. Hello, everybody. Guys, we're here on a rainy day on a Monday. Let's give it up for us, huh? Yay! Yeah. Rainy day. Guys. Guys, I feel like I'm getting older because when I'm out with my boys now, we'd be talking about old people shit, you know? Like, we talk about the recession. We're not talking about the economy, just our hairlines. What's up? Inflation has fucked everything up, hasn't it? Food prices, inflated. Beer prices, inflated. Men's heights on dating apps, inflated. Fucked up. A little bit about me, guys. I'm an immigrant. Uh, I was born in Armenia. Then my family moved to Russia. Then we moved to the United States when I was 12. We moved here. I had the summer to learn as much English as I can before the school year started. And the advice that I got was to watch a lot of TV. Because you hear people talk English on TV, you start picking up on the language. So I did. All summer long, I was watching TV like it was my job. But it was weird because I was starting to understand people on TV, but not in real life. Turns out I spent the entire summer watching Telemundo. Ay, Dios mío. Telemundo presenta Uno Telenovela. I don't know, man. I was flipping through the channels. I just saw the hot weather girls, and I was like, no, mama's way. This is the channel for me. I don't know. Being an immigrant is hard. Um, you know, you come to the United States, you don't know the language. It's a huge culture shock. It's hard to assimilate. Everything's so different, you know? And a lot of immigrants relate to this, no matter where you're from. But I have this one coworker that always wants to relate to me on immigrant shit. She always wants to remind me that she's an immigrant herself. And it pisses me off because she's from Canada. Toronto, Canada. See, three years ago, my country was fighting a war. And three years ago, Toronto, Canada was fighting the Golden State Warriors for an NBA championship. It just, I, I don't think it's the same, you know? And I'm kind of fucked up. You know, I grew up in Russia, so sometimes I think like a Russian. Because I look at Canada and I'll just think to myself, how come U.S. hasn't invaded them yet? <laughs> Guys, um, I need to pull out my notes for this one. Um, the most badass thing about me, guys, is that I've been arrested and I went to jail. Yeah. The most dumbass thing about me is that I've been arrested and I went to jail in San Francisco for weed. And here's what's stupider. I did not get arrested by a San Francisco police officer. No. I did not get arrested by a California Highway Patrol officer. No. 
I got arrested by a San Francisco State University police officer. You know how embarrassing it is getting arrested by a campus cop? That's like getting suspended by a substitute teacher. And I did not know they were allowed to do that. I did not know they were allowed to do that. And then you might think, Art, that's stupid, right? Because, of course, a campus cop could arrest a student. Here's the thing. I was not a student. I was not even on campus. I was a mile away. This is actually true. Here's what happened. I was driving, and I got pulled over because my windows were tinted the fuck out. Limo tints can't see inside. So I got pulled over because obviously the cop couldn't see my white privilege. I got pulled over. I get handcuffed. He calls for backup. And real cops pull up this time, right? SIPD. This time, imagine he called for backup. He was probably like, hey, this is campus cop. I made an arrest. I'm going to need backup. The real cop on the other line must have been like, are you even allowed to do that? Yeah, I went to, I was, I'm going to be honest, I was like one of those white boys that thought he was a little gangster, you know, I thought I was hard. But reality hits you so fast when you're in that jail cell and you got to make your one phone call, you're just like, Mom, please don't get mad at me. Could you pick me up from 850 Brian, please? Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's do some new jokes. Um, I'll go back to uh, talking about being an immigrant. One, one of the hardest things is like the culture shock. One of the biggest culture shocks of coming to America which is seeing like strangers smile at you. They don't really do that in Russia, right? Especially men. Men in Russia don't smile at other men. It's too dangerous. Because somebody might think you're gay and in Russia that's five to seven years without possibility of parole. Can't risk it. The uh, sexuality is a spectrum, right? I think homophobia is as well. Because in San Francisco, if you call somebody an F-word, you're a homophobe, rightfully so. But in Russia, you call somebody an F-word, you're progressive. That's it. Thank you, guys. Yay, Art. Art G, everybody. Anybody have any comments? I love you too, Mark. What do you love about me? Thank you. I didn't expect you to seriously answer the question, but thank you. <laughs> I love it. Surprise. I tried taking your feedback. I think I need to work on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hit up my friend. I was like, can you tell me what they say in the beginning of the telenovela? Yeah, I need to figure it out. Oh, yeah. That's good feedback. Another F word. You said. Okay. Yeah, I thought you meant fuck too. What was that? I thought you meant fuck too. Okay, that's yeah. good feedback. I just, I'm just scared to turn the crowd away if I say fag on stage. Do it? <laughs> <laughs> fuck, this is on air! I'm gonna get fired. Sorry. Well, uh, the other F word. Okay. Well, we'll try it. Yeah, yeah. Like a radio. This is campus. That works. That works. I like that. 
Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a shitty actor. This is Campuscope. <laughs> Over. I like that. That's really good. That's really good. Thank you. Anything else? Fuck <laughs> you, Mark. Uh, All right, thank you uh, guys. RG, everybody. Yay! We have two more comedians, and next one coming up to the stage, give a warm welcome to Kyle Morrissey. I was uh, I was watching. You were talking about Canada. I was. I remember watching those Canadian truckers protest all the COVID stuff last year, and I remember thinking, like, damn, I d I did not even realize they had Republicans. <laughs> like, like maybe I think that's why we haven't invaded them yet. We just assume everyone up there's a pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you had to ask me what a Canadian, if you had to ask me what a Canadian conservative was, I would just assume it's someone who refuses to say sorry. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's as bad as it gets up there. Just iPhone footage of a guy in a Tim Hortons parking lot. Just like, no, I'm not going to bloody say it. <laughs> like, you can't make me say it. You can't force me. I remember, so the truckers, they were like honking as a form of protest. They were honking, and they wouldn't stop honking, and everyone's getting pissed. And I remember Trudeau was like, as far as I'm concerned, these aren't even real Canadians. I was like, dude, they're making the same noise as your geese. <laughs> like... <laughs> they might be some patriots. I don't know. Anyways. Um, when I was growing up, I had parents who, you know, they said the whole, like, you can be whatever you want when you grow up. You can be whatever you want. And I remember feeling like that. I felt like they were kind of full of shit because I, they were the only ones who said that. I, I didn't have I didn't have any other parents <laughs> corroborating my potential. Like, if I had, like, my best friend's dad pulled me aside one day and was like, listen, you're the best son anyone could ever ask for, and I love you. <laughs> and then I'd be like, all right, maybe mom and dad are onto something. Right? <laughs> you're that guy Shane's dad said I was cute. <laughs> like, you ever you ever have such a hard time remembering your childhood, you wonder if you were molested? <laughs> like, that's, that's I, I don't remember growing up, and I can't tell if it was because it was so boring or because something happened. <laughs> like and uh, I'll be honest, I think what makes this even worse is I'm just kind of banking on maybe being molested as an excuse for all my flaws as a person. Uh, like I, I, have, I have terrible boundaries when it comes to people, and, and I don't want to take responsibility for it. So at this point, I'm just like, maybe I was molested. <laughs> like I, would I remember one time I had a therapist who, who was like, I don't. I don't think you were molested. I was like, hold on. I. I might, let's not rule it out. I might need. I. Ne I might need to play this card <laughs> for a certain point. All right, we're gonna move on from that. Um, I've always. I've always thought it was weird that it's physically impossible to tickle yourself, but jerking off feels so good. I. I that. That. That feels like a paradox to me. Like my spouse will like tickle me as foreplay, but the moment it gets serious, I got to be like, no, let me do this part. <laughs> like. <sighs> what else we got on the docket today? <laughs> um, I uh, I I feel like everything that was cool 
when millennials were young has aged pretty poorly. Like, we used to get bloopers at the end of every movie. Even Pixar movies, which, uh, that's kind of weird, because it's like, you j- now that I'm an adult, I'm like, you just made those bugs make mistakes. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> that wasn't organic. That wasn't in the moment. What a weird job. Like, how was your, da- how was your day at work, honey? I made a walking stip- trip. <laughs> like... I'm choking on my saliva and I'm stumbling over my consonants up here. I don't really know what's going on, but I, I, I uh, bloopers nowadays suck. Now we get one blooper and we don't even get the movie. We just get a news article: Alec Baldwin killed somebody. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Like, <laughs> at least get they, at least they finish Rush Hour too. Like, can you honk me by any chance? Have I been honked? No, I'm, I'm slowing up here. <laughs> Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, it's one of those truckers. <laughs> I uh, I was at a I was at a baseball game recently, and during the seventh inning stretch, everyone was singing the YMCA. You know, it's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. And just hearing that lyric over and over again, it hit me like. This song is so offensive to homeless people. <laughs> like they must hate the. All they've been trying to do is stay at the YMCA, and they can't. They can't get in. They and now they the dude outside of Oracle Park has to listen to like fifty thousand people who will never need to stay at the YMCA. Talk about talk about how fun it is. The dude's been w- trying. He's been sleeping in a tent. All right. <laughs> and it's basically basically all my time. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> Kyle Morrissey, yay! Anybody have any comments? No comments. I love the the Pixar bloopers idea. That was great. They're very good. All right, we have one comedian left. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around. Please give a warm welcome to Sydney. Oh, there it is. Okay. Hello. Okay. Hi. Um, I was, I learned, um, I'm pretty behind on the news usually, so, but mostly because I've been avoiding it, but um, <laughs> I found out about the Trump baseball cards, <laughs> and I was like, Trump made these NFT baseball cards. I was just like, wow, we are really living in an SNL parody. <laughs> I was like kind of mad about that. I was like, there's no way that reality um, is allowed to be an SNL parody. And so then I was like, well, how could I make it worse? <laughs> and I was like, what if Trump had tarot cards? Just like tarot, like Trump tarot cards, where Trump's face is photoshopped onto every card. And then I was like, but how do I make it worse? Because AI generated Trump tarot cards. <laughs> you know, AI is popular and so then I downloaded the AI and it took a really long time to make them but I did make some and <laughs> they're really funny. <laughs> I did bring a printout of a few um, to share if you wanted to see. Um, okay. You have to be very specific to the AI, um, or else it'll make him look good. 
<laughs> this one is the world. Um, if you input like, um, like you, you give it a seed card and it'll like sort of generate, and that's it. So the world and the devil are both both a rider weight. <laughs> and if you there's the other one if you turn some of them around also the star and the eight of and then um, I would just need to make sure that you know people who don't believe in tarot or astrology stay that way um, so yesterday instead of celebrating Christmas I went around posting signs on on the street poles saying that the moon is in retrograde. The moon can't go in retrograde. Retrograde is like going backwards and and but I don't know, I just thought that like people would get so upset about it. <laughs> or not notice it and continue to not notice it. <laughs> um, but that's also an AI generated moon. So <laughs> whose moon is that? Um <laughs> nothing. That's what I uh, was doing for fun instead of celebrating Christmas with my family because that's way more fun than that. Um, but I have a story of, of something that happened at an event uh, last month that I think is pretty funny. Um, I was at this event and I was in the elevator and the elevator is part of this experience of this event. And there's this one guy and he's like, his whole shtick is like saying dad jokes, but they are getting me really upset because they weren't very funny and not very dad joke. Like, <laughs> and I'm in this elevator, it's packed, and his joke goes, why did Jesus die on the cross? And I muttered my answer, but I thought I muttered it loud enough, but I just thought that no one thought it was funny. And so then he says his answer, and his answer was, because he forgot the safe word. <laughs> and I hated it. And so so I got I like stormed out of the elevator pretty upset. But no one um, laughed at my joke because I thought it was funnier. Um, but then I was trapped in the Taylor Swift room because my friends were singing songs. And so I was in the bathroom taking selfies, as Taylor Swift does. And then the guy walks back in into this room. And I'm just like, oh, no, we have to leave immediately. The guy's back. I don't want to hear his stupid jokes. And he, like, says his first joke. And I'm just, like, really angry at him for no reason. Um, but he doesn't know that. And I'm in the bathroom trying to avoid him. And he's just, like, like so happy-go-lucky. He doesn't even notice what's going on. And so he says his joke. Why did Jesus die on the cross? And he turns around. Real upset. And I was like, to get to the other side! <laughs> and then I left. Sydney, everybody, thank you. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna do a real quick. Do you want? Do you still want to? No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do a real quick. Thank you. Give it up for the Lauren, folks. Come Yay. on, one more time. Thank you. Yay. This is this is real. Just real quick. One one thing for uh, Scotto and one thing for me. Um, 
My therapist says that I have cognitive distortions, but she doesn't always call it that. She usually just says, my thinking is fucked up. It's a technical term, cognitive distortions. It means your parents really fucked you up. Expect a lifetime of therapy. I <laughs> oh, shit, I can't remember the rest of it. God damn it. All right, we'll just do this other one then. Um, this is a song that uh, uh, Scott wanted me to sing for you. I was singing this, uh, maybe you probably guys know this one. Uh, I like to count things in my head, because I have OCD. I like to drive myself insane and do so endlessly. You remember that Coca-Cola ad from the 70s? I like to teach the world to count and be obsessed like me where everything has a number to count and sometimes it won't rhyme. Everybody, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, thank you, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladies only, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. OCD is a real thing, not Coca-Cola. That's for you, Scotto. All right, thanks everybody. Th Do one for you? Do you want to hear the existential crisis song? Okay. Oh, I hate to have an existential crisis when I'm on stage in front of all of you, questioning life's meaning and its purpose, not finding any and letting you all down. All right, thank you guys. Thank you for sticking around. Thanks for coming out in the rain. This is a joke workshop. I hope it's been helpful. Thanks very much. Good night.
Billy Smith, Zig Zig, Sputnik, Billy Idol, Ray Charles, OMD, General Public, Psychedelic Birds, Jesus, Barry James, Los Lobos, Love and Rockets, Rob Boston, Echo and Bunnyman Vapors, and the Dream Academy. This is the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. Remember in an hour, we've got the Watcher movie with Carl and Mike. Full late. On that less than an hour shit for them. Please send us money.
What's up? That's my time. MC Pause on the ones and twos tapping out for tonight. Don't go anywhere. The Archivist is in the building. He's got a dope show ready for everybody. The final hour on right now. Peace. Dina Green, DCQ, Lord I2, Medina Green, Medina Green, DCQ, Get, 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 get
laid up at the rest. Got a call, made my heart jump out my chest. My man's got beef at the dance, edges is blocked. Enemies outside with a heap on cop. He said that if he goes outside, he know he's gonna get clapped. My man from way back ain't going out like that. He got people in the club and the tide is strong. But he know that they can only hold it down for so long. Uh. So now he's trapped off and he's calling on me. me. To come and represent like I'm G-O-D. Of course I must agree, Green. cause this is family. If tables was turned, he would do it for me. So now I'm hopping out my bed. bed. Ready for the nigga never seen phone dead. Guess a black man can't have no peace. peace. Pull out my heat. Damn. Woke up out my sleep over Crosstown Beat. Crosstown Beat be like Crosstown traffic. Set. Brothers be on some real shit. Every man gets scared when we're fair for conversation. When the slugs penetrate, you feel a burning sensation. Crosstown Beat be like Crosstown traffic. Set. Brothers be on some real shit. Every man gets scared when prepared for conversation. Getting close to the guard in a tight uh, situation. It. it was a Friday in the month of May. Around the time when everybody put their game on play. See, my girl was out of tea, so it was all on me. I figured I would hit the metro on the mat LZ. Now, everybody knows what the springtime is about. Players polish up their game, because the shorties be out. I was rocking jewels, and my wares was crisp. My man said it was a jam that I should not miss. I hopped in delivery without a moment to spare. And when I pulled up on the function, everybody was there. I was catching sexy stares from the shams in the rear. I saw my peers, and hence I hadn't seen the years. And I was getting caught up in the nightlight mix. That's when I see my main man from my old time Oh shit, now my nigga most deaf in the house. Oh shit, baby Paul, I ain't know you came home. We talked about that and this, and way back since this when I seen a caravan sport on Wild Dog Tim. Had his window tab cracked and was cruising slow. And was circling the block like they was whole pole. Then I was jibbing with my man, so I paid it no mind. That's when the shots rang out from the passenger side. It was a 45 bark that made us all duck down. Girls was letting out screams and shells hit the ground. I was looking for my man so we both could split. That's when he turned to me and said, yo, folks, I'm hit. I guess the street lights don't leave a nigga alone. Laced up at the party and he just came home. If he survives, I know he gonna retaliate. If he don't, they bought themselves a burial place. Either way, situation Man, status son. on cold red. It's I'm on the horn to tell a fam it's on like corn ed. Cross town beef be like cross town traffic. Next. Brothers be on some real shit. Every man gets scared of a fan for conversation. When the slugs penetrate, you feel a burning sensation. Cross town beef be like cross town traffic. Next. Hey, yo, son, get that? Damn, man, you sitting right there. Yo, what up, son? Nothing much, maintaining you. Right. I just came out the bing and shit is mad real. This shit ain't about nothing, son. son. I know how you feel. My girl is in the world trying to raise my seed. It's mad shit that she want and mad shit that she need. Yeah. Plus she got some nigga knocking at her door. Hold some crab ass cat that she messed with before. From where? Always acting wild, disrespecting my G. Stop I it. think he need to go. What's the verdict, DC? Verdict guilty, left hand on the scene. You might be locked down, but you're part of the team. If you say gotta go, then that's what he got. Do. Ain't nothing sweet, son. Yo, you know I'm here for you. No doubt. Come check me on the day of knowledge bone. Cause this bone shit ain't real. Yeah, that tap should be on. But the guard wanna see you, so pull his name too. Cause he soon come home, son. You know how he do. Yeah, the guard get down, so I see you on the video. I'ma do my best to get this broad to bring you some lies. Peace to the guards, read your math, hold your head. And as far as that kid goes, remember what I said, what I said, what I said. What hey, yo, let me let you know, man. This is Marley. What's up, everybody? You are now tuned into the final hour here at Muni Radio. 
My name is Archivist. Thank you for joining us tonight. Got some good music for y'all. Some new music. Some shit I found on SoundCloud recently. And lots more. Thank you for supporting Mutiny Radio. You can support us on our website, mutinyradio.fm. Click on the donate link. Or hit us directly at mutinyradio.fm. That's our Venmo tag. You can send us some love there. We we appreciate all the love and support. We started things off with that Medina Green Crosstown Beef off the Sound Bombing 2 album presented by Rockus Records. We're going to get into some brand new Odyssey. He's coming out with an album later this month called To What End and he has dropped this new single Ghetto to Meadow featuring Freeway really dope track right here we got a lot more new, new music coming up don't go anywhere you know we keep it live here on the final hour peace Gotta hustle, gotta hustle, cause a thug ain't nothing special when you love go out the window with the shuffle, not the hustle, set the trouble, getting settled, keep your head low in a tussle, use your head on, not the muscle, up a level, not the shovel, in a murder, out the pendle, if you want it out of endo, just remember that the jungle, not for blood, and it can shed the in a city where it's simple, where it's rush and be the end, don't nothing but your mental. Yeah. 
big man pimp hand strong with me and maybe love really ain't belong with me slowed it down took a vow of matrimony who would have guessed it all ended in acrimony our eyes down here brow like we in service could you believe a man is to be a servant steady telling yourself that he deserves it then wonder why a nigga broke out like he allergic but i ain't talking about a high i'm talking about the lives of those who can reach us turn your world around and then teach us soup for the soul and it
smoking to enjoy while I sit back and uh, <clears throat> hope the cops don't catch me or anything like that. I mean, but that's that's just a small problem. I mean, they don't understand it, uh, so it's against the law. But I enjoy good smoke. <laughs>
some years, looking at myself in the same dirty mirror, so it ain't like I don't comprehend, open that bottle, swallow that friend, no crime to take a little too much, got time to drink away a few months, got a little cocaine habit, but he says he only does it if somebody else has it, see that shit, see that shit, lady, she went vegetarian for the baby, the trimester, see the kick kick, she showed me outside and she gave me a cigarette, shit. No way to measure this. Not every pony grows up to be a Pegasus. You gotta let people be hypocrites. Count your blessings and mind your business. Start with yourself at the restaurant. Skirt is turning and we back to dust. Running in place, sun in my face. Let me fly away, heaven knows where. Start with yourself at the restaurant. Skirt is turning and we back to dust. Running in place, sun in my face. Let me fly away, heaven knows where.
like that's the only way to love is life on earth it's like everyone takes number one in the race because we all keep running in place yeah kitty kitty can't train that fox must be drinking that name brand scotch all of us cut from the same damn cloth some of us never cut the price tags off she ended up on a pole with her heels pointing at a jesus she used to know stripped her down to her naked body she made her drown in a lake full of patriarchy in between the pride and the misery with the infinite supply of sympathy are these invisible walls that hold me like this goldfish bowl is the whole sea In elementary, I thrived on misery. Left me alone, I grew up amongst the dying breed. Inside my mind, couldn't find a place to rest. Until I got that dog like padded on my chest. Tell me, can you feel me? I'm not living in the past. You wanna last? Be the first to blast. Remember Cato? No longer with the seat the seats. Call on the sirens. Seen him murdered in the street. Now rest in peace. Is there heaven for a G? Remember me. So many homies in the cemetery shed so many tears. Closer to embrace. 